Rev it up and welcome to Cars Yeah, show number 1,344. Today on Cars Yeah, we're celebrating the 7th annual Carmel Mission Classic that takes place on Wednesday, August 14th at the Carmel Mission in beautiful Carmel-by-the-Sea, California during the Monterey Pebble Beach Car Week. For more information, go to the carmelmissionclassic.org website. Follow your passion and never quit. This is Cars Yeah, where you'll enjoy interviews with inspiring automotive enthusiasts. Mark Green is here to provide you with a fuel injection of automotive inspiration. So get in, sit down, buckle up, and get ready for a wild ride here on Cars Yeah. Hello, automotive enthusiasts. I'm revved up and so excited to introduce today's very special guest calling in from just a little ways north of me in Kirkland, Washington on a beautiful Pacific Northwest sunshine-filled day, Rod Egan. Hey, Rod, are you buckled up and ready for a fun ride? Absolutely, Mark. All right, here we go. Rod Egan is the owner and chief auctioneer at Worldwide Auctioneers. He has managed some of the largest auctions and collections in North America, and held senior positions at a number of the world's leading auction houses. Having sold over 3 billion, that's billion with a B, of assets over the past 30 years, both privately and at auction, he is among an elite group of auctioneers to have overseen major asset transfers at that level. Rod specializes in the valuation of vintage automobiles and is always accessible to collectors, also overseeing Worldwide's private sales division. An avid collector himself, Rod has an extensive knowledge of pre-war European and American classics and sports cars, and when he's not on the auction podium, you will find him enjoying concour and club events, road rallies, and tours throughout North America and Europe. You are one busy guy, my friend. So, Rod, I've told our listeners just a little bit about you. Would you take a brief moment and share a little bit more about your business and your passion for automobiles? Yeah, Worldwide Auctioneers is our business, founded with uh, my business partner, John Cruz, and myself in 2001. And both John and I are are car guys at heart. I got hooked on old cars at a very early age, being around my father, who uh, was and actually still is very passionate about it. And I decided that I wanted to, to do something I loved, and I thought, to be in the old car business would be a way to do that and accomplish it. And we've used worldwide auctioneers as that vehicle and uh, proud to say in 30 some years later playing with cars that I'm happy that I made the right career decision. Absolutely. Well, as we continue on your journey, I always like to ask my guests for a success quote or a mantra. This is some kind of saying that's been instrumental in forming your life and your success. It's a really nice way to get the inspirational tires turning here on cars. Yeah. So Rod, Take the wheel. I would say for me, one that stands out is follow your passion and never quit. Mm. Well, how have you applied that to what you do? I mean, you've been doing this for so long. It seems like it's a bit of old hat, but I would imagine, and we're going to jump into challenges and failures in a minute, but I would imagine that sometimes maybe you bumped up against things and gone, man, this is tough. So how have you tied that? Because passion's easy to follow. It's the challenging times that gets a little rough, right? Yeah, you're exactly right, Mark. And for me, I and I would even I have several things that I have pushed through in my life, uh, like most people. But as it pertains to this business in particular, I, I started out early as a contract auctioneer, and I would fly around from auction to auction. And I did 50 plus collector car auctions every year when I was a contract auctioneer. 
And while that was a lot of fun and certainly something I loved, I started a family and it was almost impossible to be home, uh, really make a difference in what I think is the most important job, and that's being a dad. So rather than just, you know, go find a new career, I thought for a long time, how can I stay in this? And with the help and advice of my father, hence where the never quit came from, decided that it would be best to seek some management level and upper management executive level positions in the industry where I didn't have to be gone as much and do so many auctions per year. And that was a very good and smooth transition. And I learned a lot at other firms where I was. And then I decided that uh, I still love the entrepreneurial part of it. And I missed that from when I was on my own self-employed as a contract guy and then found Worldwide Auctioneers. And here we are. Happy I've done it. Absolutely. I remind our listeners, you can go way back. John Cruz was a guest on my show way back in 2015. So it's been quite a while. It was June 25th. So not about five years since he's been on the show that you're on the show here. So I'm finally getting you as part of the picture here to kind of round out that fine business. Well, I would love for you to share a story that instigated your personal passion for cars. Is there a pivotal moment in your life when you knew that you were a car guy? Absolutely. Absolutely. I mentioned earlier that, you know, it was a passion of my father's and at a young age, I was always with him going to auctions and, you know, traveling around and looking for stuff in yards and needle cars to buy. And, and I had a lot of fun, but it wasn't until the, the year I was 11 years old where my father acquired a 64 Cadillac convertible. And at that point, I was, I always spent a lot of time in the garage with my dad, but that was a real big project. So that car got completely restored. We didn't paint it in a garage. We did send it out for paint, but bodywork, interior stuff, everything was done there. And at that point, I really started to understand first why I liked old cars, but more importantly, I really started to understand why my dad was so passionate all his life and still is. And that's when you start to talk about the design of those cars, how they were built, what you know, thought process that went into them. And that's when I knew I was absolutely hooked for sure. It was more than just a, oh, this looks cool. When you restore a car or, you know, be a little helper, I guess I was at that point. The amount of stuff that I learned was just incredible. And that sent me on a very dedicated path moving forward. No doubt. Well, you think of the 64 Caddy. That thing is a behemoth. I mean, it's giant. It's like the longest thing on the planet. And those wonderful fins in the back and just the grill. And I mean, it's just a monster of a car. So talk about starting your pathway with cars with not just any car, but a car of that magnitude, especially when you were young. That car must have looked like a tank. Yeah, well, it was. And uh, luckily or maybe unluckily, the car was black. And to get a car, most car guys know this that size to be perfect Black. and not wavy at all oh, down the sides yeah. <laughs> with a perfectionist father. It taught me a lot more than just how to work on a car, let's say that. <laughs> yeah, a lot of patience, I would imagine. Oh my gosh, I can't imagine looking down the side of one of those in black. Oh gosh, that's incredible. Well, we alluded to this earlier in talking about careers and challenges and failures, and i like to ask a guest to share one of those in your life, and then kind of tell us what you learned from that. So walk us through a specific experience and then tell us how that lesson, I guess I should say, helped you gain even more momentum as you move forward in your career and your business. 
Yeah, I would say for me, in my life, I have, outside of family, I have two other very strong passions, one being old cars and the other being hockey. I grew up, played hockey, played at a fairly high level, and I had actually planned on making that my first career choice. Really? Wow. And I thought that, you know, being a professional hockey player would afford me the ability to have some of the great cars that I've grown to appreciate and started to put on a list of stuff that I'd like to have. So I was very committed to that, played college level hockey, and then was fortunate enough to get a contract offer, well, actually an offer to play with the New York Islanders farm system in the American Hockey League. And playing college hockey, I'd suffered a, a knee injury previously, but I rehabbed it to the best of my ability. And and I went to camp, and at that point, way back then, so many years ago, I didn't pass the medical. Oh, okay. And they said, uh, uh, yeah. boy, we'd love to have you, but I don't think you'll ever be in a position that you'll ever play at a high enough level, and we're going to have to cut you loose. And for me, that was devastating, because like I said, I had pretty much dedicated my entire youth to that path, and when that happened my dad and I, we've always been very close. And he said, well, you don't always get to choose what life gives you, but you can certainly choose the path that you're going to take as you follow and and pursue what you want. So you wanted to play hockey because you love it. And you wanted to play hockey because you wanted to be able to get some old cars. And he said, I think what you need to figure out is what kind of career can you choose that will still allow you to have access to all those old cars. And if hockey is still that important to you, well, guess what? There's a lot of people that do a lot in the hockey world that don't just play hockey. So so with that, I had decided that the most logical step for me at that point was I had been going to auctions and working at auctions since I was about 14. And uh, the gentleman that owned the auction, one of the auction companies that I worked at said, you know, I think you've got some, some great natural ability and you'd make a great auctioneer and I'd like to make you a deal. If you want to go to auction school, I'll pay your way and I'll give you a job when you're done. And so I thought about it for a while and I said, you know what, I'll take you up on most of that. I'm going to pay my own way because I don't want to owe anybody anything, but I will certainly take your job. And I did that. And then I stayed involved still on a, in a coaching level with hockey, which was great, giving back to youth. And today I'm still uh, involved in hockey ops and scouting at a fairly high level. And my career path with Worldwide Auctioneers has allowed me to drive some of the greatest cars, whether they're mine or customers and friends. And uh, the experience, I just that was not being able to play hockey might have been the best thing that ever happened to me. Yeah, absolutely. Very cool. Well, let's have a little bit of fun and talk about your first really special car in your life that you owned and maybe share a memory you have about that ride. Oh, absolutely. That's an easy one. 12th grade, when I was in high school, I was born in 1967. I bought a 1967 Pontiac Firebird convertible. And that was probably my first. I had owned several cars before that, but that would probably be the first one that I would consider special to me. Yeah, no doubt. (laughs) Very cool. How about seller's remorse? Is there a a vehicle you've owned that you've let go that you really wish you still had? There's a few, but you know what? Probably that one. Really? Probably that Firebird. Yeah, well, I sold it. I had a partial scholarship to play hockey in college, but I knew I would want to live on my own and being pretty independent-minded, I knew I would need money. So I sold that car so that when I moved out on my own, I would be able to pay to do that. 
And looking back, I shouldn't have been so prideful and I should have stayed at home. Wouldn't have cost me any money and I might have been able to keep that car. <laughs> yeah, well, the uh, exuberance of youth. Sometimes uh, when we're young, we don't make the best decisions, but that's how you learn. And lucky, uh, in your case, you only had a Firebird to lose and not a whole lot more. So uh, I understand. Well, I would love for you to share more with our listeners about Worldwide Auctioneers. Talk to us a lot about your business, what you guys do, the different services you provide, everything that they need to know that you're the right auction house to go to talk to when they have things to let go or when they want to go buy some things. Sure. Yeah. Worldwide, like I said, we founded Worldwide in 2001 with a specific emphasis on trying to provide the highest level of service with the highest quality of cars for both buyers and sellers. And that's been important for John and I since day one is the experience. And I think one of the things that, you know, the collector car business and the auction business, you know, they're very, very big business. But I think what gets overlooked often is the fact that you know, this needs to be an enjoyable venture or transaction, the experience for customers, both on the buy side and the sell side. And I've often said that, you know, nobody needs old cars. We need to drink some water. We need to breathe oxygen. Nobody needs these cars. So they're obviously generally a passion of love. And I think when you're, you get to a level where you have some expendable income that you can you know, be like me and follow your passions. And if that's acquiring, you know, cars at any level, that it really needs to be fun and enjoyable. And I think the business side of it for us or in the industry in general has gotten so big that a lot of that is often overlooked. And so at Worldwide, we're much more focused on the customer experience. The slogan in our company is we care more about you and your cars. And it's in that order. We're very customer focused, customer based. You know, in the intro, as you mentioned that I do tours, what I do, we go all over the place. And I'm very happy to say that I have customers and friends from all over the world from those tours. I go to Europe and rarely do I need to stay in a hotel if I'm by anybody that I've been on a car tour with or customers. And so that's what we try to do at Worldwide is make it the most seamless, enjoyable, and probably most important, genuine for all our customers. Absolutely. What are some of the other services that you guys provide? Well, we have the auction side of it, of course, live auctions. We're building a new online-only platform right now. We'll be able to launch here in the near future. And our private treaty sales division has been expanding at a very rapid pace. So recently, we just acquired a 200,000-square-foot building where we've been able to take that, and it's probably the largest climate-controlled auction facility in the country, I would think. So we'll host our Auburn auction there, our annual Auburn auction there, which, as you know, Auburn's a, the longest-running collector car weekend in, in America. And we've got about 50,000 square feet dedicated to our salon. So for customers that aren't always able to make the auctions or maybe aren't comfortable with how the auction process is or maybe they just want their transaction to be completely private, uh, we offer that too. And as I said, that's grown a ton. And... It's been a very rapid three years here recently of big expansion. We've, we've gone into some bigger markets, and we just announced uh, actually about a week ago that we're going to have the first auction in the Middle East. We're going to have an auction in Riyadh in Saudi Arabia wow. in November. Very cool. Uh, yeah, so worldwide is 
quote unquote, going worldwide. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We're really, really excited about that. It's uh, the kingdom is huge backer and partner in it, along with a company called Bonnier Events. And it's part of a five day festival and it's going to be the biggest of its kind. It's phenomenal. We're very excited to do this. Congratulations. That sounds amazing. Now this week I've been promoting the Carmel Mission Classic. Frank DiPiola was on my show Monday and what does that event mean to you? It's such a great event. It's such a unique event during Car Week. What I like about the Carmel Mission Classic is that it's full of genuine car guys when you go there. So it's not everybody's as familiar with it as, you know, of course, as Pebble is. And But what I like about it is it's so relaxed. And if you're a true car guy and you're a guy like me and it's such a hectic weekend in a lot of ways, you know, getting around and... For me, it's one of the events that I look forward to on it being just a straight up pleasurable kickback, relax, look at some phenomenal cars that you don't always get to see. And like I said, a lot of good people, a lot of my good buddies, a lot of good friends and customers. It, the enjoyment factor on that one for me is high during car week. I really like it. Yeah, it's really fun. Very intimate show which is kind of neat when you walk in, they give you a wine glass and they've got vineyards from all over the place there that's pouring you glasses of wine. You just casually walk around. There's no sense of urgency or rushing. It's just really kickback. It's a really nice way to start the week. Well, I'll remind our listeners, if you want to learn more about Worldwide, just go to WorldwideAuctioneers.com. And if you want to learn more about the Carmel Mission Classic, go to CarmelMissionClassic.org. Right up next is the last lap. Before I put the pedal to the metal, let's say thank you to today's Cars Yeah sponsors. Do you know the best way to protect your vehicle, both the exterior and the interior, is with a car cover? I've been using Covercraft car covers since 1975. That's right, 1975. It's a fast, easy, and inexpensive way to keep your vehicle looking new. Covercraft has been manufacturing premium quality exterior and interior covers for over 50 years with a stellar reputation for durability and design. They're the world's largest manufacturer of custom patterned vehicle covers that are crafted to fit over 80,000 patterns and growing. They are the only cover I'll put on my vehicles. You can choose from a wide variety of fabrics, styles, colors, and more. From full cover designs for factory to custom-made vehicles, plus convertible top covers, trucks, truck cab coolers, motorcycles, scooters, ATVs, trailers, campers, personal watercraft, and a wide variety of custom features. Covercraft is the right choice. Learn more today at Covercraft.com and tell them Mark sent you. That's Covercraft.com. Are you looking for a way to get your products or services into the ears of thousands of automotive enthusiasts around the globe? I can help. This is Mark Green here at Cars Yeah, and I'd be honored to be an influencer and ambassador for your brand in a unique and personal way. Five days a week, thousands of subscribers and listeners enjoy the Cars Yeah! podcast and website. Contact me today and I'll show you how at mark at carsyeah.com or connect with me through the Cars Yeah! website at carsyeah.com. Hey, Mark Green here from Cars Yeah! Did you know you can now see me 
on the Cars Yeah TV show. It's a weekly visit to some of my past Cars Yeah podcast guests, and I take you along for the ride. You go behind the garage door and into their lives, their businesses, and you get to see what makes them successful. With tens of millions of viewers, Cars Yeah TV is making its mark. Cars Yeah TV is available on Mav TV and Lucas Oil Racing TV. You'll find Mav TV on Direct TV, Fubo TV, Fios by Verizon, or you can stream it through Lucas Lucas Oil Racing Television Online. And they said I only had a face for podcasting. We are back, Rod, and I have a bit of an introspective question for you. If you were a car, what kind of car would Rod be and why? Wow. Rod would be possibly something along the lines of a four and a half liter Bentley, a Van Tour. And I think maybe because it's very usable and practical four seater albeit fits in everywhere you know it's kind of kind of multifaceted it, it's welcome everywhere respected wherever it goes it doesn't try to take over the room or be the bell of the ball it's just uh, genuine there you go nicely done well we're entering the last lap i'm going to fire off a series of questions and ask you to give our listeners some very quick blips of that bentley throttle so here we go What's the best automotive advice you've ever received? Buy what you love. And I'm going to add one little question here. What's the best auction advice you would give? Well, I think from a, the same thing from a buyer's perspective, you know, markets change, right? Sometimes they're going up, sometimes you're going down. But if you buy something that you truly love, what you paid for doesn't necessarily matter as much if you truly love it and you're very happy with it then you'll you're happy to keep it through a market any volatility if there is any uh and you'll always enjoy that that's a big deal for me too kind of goes back to the answer of that first question buy what you love right (laughs) exactly would you share one of your personal habits you believe has contributed to your many successes over the years i would say it is truly that never quit you know that i learned early If you want something bad enough, you have to make it happen. Nobody, rarely is stuff going to get handed to you in life. But if you keep going in a forward direction, you know, you might not go through the door you want to go through, but another door is going to open up. And that's an example that I mentioned earlier. For me, when I couldn't play hockey, it turned into a great thing in my life. And uh, for me, that's it. Just always keep moving forward. Don't stop. How about a resource? Is there one you'd like to share with the Carjow listeners? Yeah, well, I think there are several, and I've recently got, I don't know if there's a specific one, but for me, a lot of podcasts, and yours is one that I listen to on a very regular basis. I've gotten into podcasts more because I can download stuff, and when I travel so much, it's an amazing way to learn a lot. Same time on the road and highways. I would say, in general, people pick a passion and start getting involved in some podcasts. And it's, I've learned so much. It's incredible. So much information. Well, thanks for saying that. Yeah. That's the great thing about podcasting. And there's virtually a podcast for everything. I think there's something like 700,000 podcasts. I read hard to believe, but if you want a podcast on chicken farming, you can probably find one. So, uh, Definitely uh, check out podcasts. Uh, if Cars Yeah is one you listen to regularly, I appreciate that. Of course, there's a lot more out there to round out your life as well. How about if I could wave a magic wand and arrange for you to have a drink with anyone in the automotive industry, living or deceased, who would that be? It might be Carol Shelby. Ah. I think Carol Shelby. 
I was fortunate to, you know, have a couple of drinks with him previously, and but we're with a lot of other people, and so and you don't maybe get to be as candid as you like. But for a one-on-one, I mean, his story is just phenomenal, and you know, and along the lines of you know not quitting and making things happen. You know, the the new movie Ford versus Ferrari is probably quite indicative of that. I haven't seen it, obviously, but. You know, he just, he, I respected him for his ability to create, to have a vision, to, and then to, in some ways, force it to happen and force a success story. Uh, a little bit of the American dream in a lot of ways. Uh, I think he might be my guy. Yeah. By the way, listeners, I'm going to be having Carol Shelby's grandson, Aaron Shelby, on Cars Yeah! podcast in a couple of weeks. So look forward to that. Interesting talk that I had with him about uh, living with a grandfather named Carol Shelby. Pretty darn cool. Now, if you could offer a book for our listeners, is there one in particular you'd like to share? Yeah, there's one. It's Unclutter Yourself by Gary John Bishop. It's not a, a heavy read, but it has a, I guess the basic story is how to get out of your own head and think about things from a different perspective. A lot of the daily stuff, you know, people get caught up in. And it's a very quick and easy read. It's pretty light and it's a little R-rated for language in some areas, but it's actually a really fun read. Ah, I'll have to get a copy of that. I think I could use some of that advice. Well, Rod, I'll remind our listeners here that you can find all these great links on Rod's show notes page on the Cars yeah! website. Just type Rod Egan into the search bar and that page will pop right up. All right, we're up to the checkered flag and this last question can be a bit of a doozy. I'm going to buy you... Any cool collector car on the planet today, doesn't matter where it is or who owns it, I'm going to park it in your garage. But there are some rules to this game that may make it a bit of a challenge, especially for guys who've been around so many cool cars like you have. It's the only collector car you can have. You have to drive it. No garage queens allowed here. And here's the real catch. You can't sell it to buy a bunch of other toys with. So that little trick is off the table. What's it going to be? I would probably make that a Ferrari 250 GT short wheelbase. Oh, yeah. Uh, one of those iconic cars, <laughs> the SWB. You know, that's a car for me that does everything. I mean, race, drive, fun, style, everything about it. What is it about the 250 SWB you like? I think you kind of mentioned it. it. For me, it really checks all the boxes. So it's not something that you ever get tired of walking past in your garage, and it's Certainly very capable on the road when you drive it. And for me, I don't generally own cars that I can't drive. I drive everything. I've taken cars right out of restoration on long tours, and some people think I'm nuts, but I am a firm believer that you should drive whatever you... For me, that's the most enjoyment I could ever get is by driving the cars, and that's how you meet all the great people and and hang out at all the great events. So the 250 short wheelbase for me checks all those boxes. Absolutely. Now, Rod, you're an auctioneer, right? So you can get up there and do what I call the ziggity-ziggity talk? Correct. Okay, so we're going to have a little bit of fun here. Just for a short little bit, I want to pretend like you're up on the auction block and I'm bidding for that Ferrari 250SWB so I can park it in your garage. Can you give our listeners just a look? Because what you guys do on the auction block blows me away. I don't know how you do it. It's like magic talk. So can we hear a little of that magic talk? Remember, I'm out there with my bidders paddle, and I'm going to buy that Ferrari 250. So how does it go? Well, it would be a little bit like this. 
Ferrari 250 short wheelbase. Somebody get 10 million. Who gets 5 million? Thank you, sir. 5 million now, 6 million. 6 million bid, 6 here. Who gets 6 million? Uh, 5 bid, 6 here, 6 million now, 6. Thank you. Now 7. 7, 7, 7, bid, 7 million now, 7 here, bid, 7. 7 million bid. Uh, 7 bid. Get 7, 5, sir. 7.5 million. At uh, 7.5 million now, 7, 7, 7, 5 is bid. 8 million, sir. At 8 million now, 7.5 bid, 8 million. 8 million. 8 million is bid. At 8 million bid, Gig Harbor. 8 million now, 8 million, 8 million, 5, 8 million, 500,000. At eight million bid, eight million five hundred thousand. Any further bids? Anyone else? Bid in. Hands up. Fair warning. Sold eight million dollars to Mark Green. And now I'm broke. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> yeah, but you're happy, Mark. You're happy. <laughs> I'm very happy because I get to drive that car up to Kirkland and park it in your garage. That's pretty cool. Wow. I don't know how you guys do that. That's pretty neat. But I appreciate you playing along with me there. Rod, you've taken us on a great ride today. Really enjoyed getting to know you better. I want to thank you for sharing your journey and worldwide auctioneers with my listeners. Could you offer us a little parting piece of wisdom or guidance before you drive that car I just bought for you, that Ferrari off into the sunset? Yeah, drive your cars. If you have cars, drive them. I can honestly say that the best part of the old cars, the business part, the other side of it for me is the driving, the experiences, and the meeting of the people, and the very, very valuable friendships I've been fortunate enough to cultivate throughout. Absolutely. And what's the best way for our listeners to learn more about you and your company? WorldwideAuctioneers.com, for sure. YouTube channel. The website is the easiest, and, and we're very accessible from there. You can reach out and contact any of us. There you go. And again, listeners, don't forget, if you're going to be in Monterey Carmel during Car Week to attend the 7th Annual Carmel Mission Classic that takes place on Wednesday, August 14th at the beautiful Carmel Mission in Carmel-by-the-Sea. To learn more, just go to CarmelMissionClassic.org. Oh, and Mark, if I could, the very next day on Thursday is our annual Pacific Grove auction. And we would absolutely love to see everybody if they have time. I know it's a busy week, but we'd love to have them come out and uh, come check us out on the Pacific Grove Golf Links. You know, that's a great auction, by the way, and I'm glad you brought that up. And I apologize for not mentioning it before. But if you're there during Car Week, that is definitely one of the auctions you need to go see. Again, you can go to the website and learn a lot more about this fantastic event. I'll see you there. Rod, thanks for being so generous today with your time, your expertise, and for sharing your many experiences with our listeners. Until you and I talk again, I'll see you down the road. Thank you, Mark. You take care of your cars, but who takes care of your investments? Tune-ups aren't just for engines. Updating your financial plan is important, too. Your GPS may take you from A to B, but it won't help you on the road to financial freedom. For that, you need a good co-pilot and a very trusted advisor. Chris Kimball, CFP, is just the man for the job. He'll guide you down that road without driving you crazy. For over 25 years, Chris has helped people just like you and me with their financial planning and investments. With a master's degree in financial services, he is eminently qualified, and he's a car guy too. Learn more at chrisvkimble.com or call 866-ON-A-PLAN. Securities through Money Concepts Capital Corp. Member FINRA SIPC. CK Financial Services is not affiliated with Money Concepts Capital Corp. Thank you so much for joining us on today's ride here at Cars Yeah. Drive on over to CarsYeah.com to find show notes and inspiring automotive fun. Download your free copy of Filler Up, a fun book filled with gorgeous photographs of fuel filler fun, including quotes from more inspiring automotive enthusiasts. Download your copy today, and we'll see you next time on Cars Yeah.